What's going on, party people? So excited to be back. Kevin, what is this? This is our first all-news episode of 2018 because so much has taken place since we last spoke to you guys around holiday time that we need to catch up. Absolutely. Well, I mean, there's been a lot. There, A lot goes on every week in the world of television, film, and entertainment, but it just seems to be so chock-full because of so many recent events well before we start how about we introduce ourselves welcome to the show my name is tachi and i am kevin and we can't wait to get to the news so tachi what has been going on since you know the baby new year showed up well aside from 2018 being here (laughs) we and and this hurts my heart to talk about oh my god But we did have a State of the Union address by the person that currently lives at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, Washington, D.C., 20059, I believe is the address. (laughs) (laughs) Send your hate mail to that address. Exactly. (laughs) So um, I don't want to go into the whole thing because I did not watch it. I simply don't have time to waste, so I wasn't going to waste time on that, and apparently I wasn't the only one. You were not the only one, Tachi. In fact, I think there were 8 million less people, (laughs) if if not more, uh, to tune in to this State of the Union versus uh, the final one held by President Barack Obama. Well, yeah, so actually the... This State of the Union address drew an audience of 45.6 million, about 2 million fewer than the number who watched Voldemort's speech to join the joint session of Congress last year. Uh, The viewership figure was tallied by Nielsen from the broadcast networks and cable channels that aired. It was an 80 minute address and it aired actually uh, Tuesday evening. And... um, yeah, so this was smaller, as you mentioned, than the one for President Barack Obama's first State of the Union address in 2010, which had 48 million viewers. So, yeah, that's it. Anyway. <laughs> all right, well, I guess, all right, let's just move on then. Okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. I can't spend too much time on that. It's it's a complete waste. So, well, 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 well I will say one thing. Maybe I'm a little bit confused because I thought that not only was Barack Obama's first State of the Union address uh, much better viewed than this one, mm-hmm. but I thought that um, Barack Obama's last State of the Union uh, address also had more viewers than this one. Am I wrong on that? That I don't know. That is a very good question. I, as an uh, taking an educated guess, would call, uh, say yes, probably so. Probably so. All right, because I looked it up. I thought that that was the case. But anyway, let's okay. move. Let, well, we, since we, you know, we've Sherlock. Given, we've given, uh, <laughs> you know, you know who enough time. So let's move on to the real entertainment news. Yeah, because this is not that entertaining. Okay, so (laughs) (laughs) let's talk about a real class act, a beautiful woman, Saturday Night Live's Leslie Jones. Now, she is, I love Leslie Jones. I think she handles herself with such grace. She's funny, and I think she's absolutely gorgeous. I love Leslie Jones. 
She has joined the 2018 Winter Olympics coverage as an NBC contributor. Now, if you remember, she actually did the coverage for um, Rio. She was not like officially, officially. She was, you know, tweeting about watching the Olympics. And then NBC was like, hey, you want to go to Rio? And she ended up going and did a bang-up job, and she was so excited to be there. And I think NBC saw that and was like, you know what? We want her on our team. (laughs) So she covered the Olympics in 2016, the Rio Olympics in 2016. And uh, it was, as I said, after her live tweets of the event because she was so witty. And also she put a photo of herself decked out in an American flag and plastic gold medals. And this caught the eye of NBC Olympics production and programming president Jim Bell. So congrats. That's awesome. Oh, my God. You know what's really got to hurt? is the entire Today Show team is, you know, headed to the Winter (laughs) Olympics, except for one, Megyn Kelly. And so Leslie Jones is going to be at the Olympics reporting for NBC, and (laughs) Megyn Kelly is still cooling her heels over in New York. What is, talk about reading the tea leaves. That is not a good sign. Well, in the words of Nelson Muntz, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, she's she's she is not. I don't understand why she's there except to try and drum up some business for NBC. She's not a good journalist, if you ask me. She well, no, no, she. Uh, now that's you're not being fair, Tachi. I would not say that she's not a good journalist. She's not a journalist. So I would not call her a bad journalist because she'd have to be a journalist to be a bad one. Well, so you, you called it wrong, Tachi. You called touche, it wrong. pussycat. You, you, okay. You're absolutely right. Well, whatever she calls herself doing, she's doing a a piss poor job of it. I. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. She's there for, for lip service or whatever. It's $20 million not well spent. So I'm not surprised she's not going. What the hell else contribution does she have to give? She can't give good commentary on the show she's doing by herself. They're paying her $20 million for. She'll have nothing of value to say during the Winter Olympics except for rubbish. Yeah, all that, honestly, all that NBC can do right now is hope that she gets caught feeling up some intern so they can let her go. They were like, we made a sad mistake on this one, and we can't get out of it. So we're going to have to look for any excuse to <laughs> <laughs> uh, I bet. I bet if you went, went behind the scenes of her show, she has, like, the hottest interns, all models. And they're, they're just trying to taunt her into doing something. <laughs> <laughs> that is terrible. That is terrible. <laughs> they're constantly dropping uh, papers and bending over to pick them up really slowly. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Or what they'll do is remember the whole controversy when she was at Fox News of of some of the things she said about Santa Claus. Oh, my God. Not not just that. Oh, my God. She said all kinds of things. In fact, please look this up. John Oliver did like a greatest hits video where he just played clip after clip after clip of her quotes. The most hateful, ugly, wretched things that came out of that woman's mouth. So you don't have don't take my word for it. Hit hit YouTube and then search for John Oliver, uh, 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 John Oliver show and Megyn Kelly clips, and you will get an education. She is a complete waste of DNA. So let's move on. 
Yes. Oh, hey, uh, hey, good. I'm so happy for you, Leslie Jones. Again, oh my God. In fact, when you when you report, if you hear this, please hear this, Leslie Jones. When you hear this, when your first report from the Olympics, please be wearing a Megan Kelly T-shirt, please. <laughs> That will be the only way that Megan will get to the Burn. Olympics. She will be on your chest. Oh Burn. my god. Burn. And even better, have a picture of Megan Kelly being sitting on Black Santa's lap. That would be even yes. better. Be, being patted on the head by Black Jesus. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, enough of that waste of DNA. Let's go on to another complete waste of DNA that we know of right now. Um, actually, no, not yet. I'm sorry. I jumped the gun. We want to talk about reboots, don't we? Reboots? Yeah. Is there some kind of reboot fever going on in Hollywood right now, Tachi? There's always been reboot fever. Let's be clear. I, I think we're looking at this because of the fact that it seems to be so many, but Hollywood has always been a fan of the reboot and the remake we know this to be a fact yeah that's true in fact the the funny thing is there's some things that have been rebooted multiple times that, that they just they keep coming back some ideas in fact i am waiting for yet another version of bewitched to happen because of course there was regular bewitched <laughs> right. and then there was a sitcom called tabitha and then there was nicole kidman's uh uh the version film. of mm-hmm. uh no she did a movie uh mm-hmm. a bewitched movie so it's about time for them somebody to reboot that again but there are so so many things coming down the pike. So if you if you're feeling homesick for shows, um, you know what the, the comfort food is about to come. I think people really these are dark tumultuous times as we talked about at the beginning of the show, and you know also making Kelly Ellie isn't helping things. So <laughs> speaking of speaking of a, of the of the darkness, uh, foreboding. Anyway, so I think that people are looking for things that are familiar. And um, that's why so many, of these, so many of these shows are already, you know, already happening now. Like Will and Grace is already uh, the big hit of the fall season, the reboot of that. And Roseanne is, you know, at the time of us recording this, is about a month away from being back. And um, there's a whole bunch of other shows coming down the pike, Tachi. Let, it, let the people know what some of these shows are. Well, baby, speaking of comfort food, this is shepherd's pie all day, okay? So CBS is already home to remakes of Hawaii Five-0, MacGyver, and SWAT. And then we already know on CBS All Access, Jordan Peele is uh, redoing The Twilight Zone. So that's something that's coming down the pipeline. So CBS has it when it comes to remakes. So they recently announced pilots for new takes on... Tom Selleck's Magnum P.I. Oh, the classic mustache. Well, you know, that's okay. That's already I got to complain about that one. (laughs) Because, no, seriously, why are they actually rebooting that show when basically they're not going to have Tom Selleck? So why not just have another show about a private investigator living in Hawaii driving a cool car? Why are you paying money to anybody that wrote the original thing for uh, the estate of the family or whatever that was behind uh, Magnum P.I.? Because it's just a, it's just a story about a private investigator who lives in Hawaii and is investigating and has a mustache and wears short pants. You can and drives a sports car. You can that could be anybody in any show. 
I, I really don't have an answer for you. I was trying to formulate something, and I don't have an answer. <laughs> for you. All right, well, fine, CP. You know what? You, I'm not going to spend your money for you if you want to throw it away on that. I guess you're trying to make it back from us, charging us to watch Star Trek Discovery. Damn, bloody Skippy! Thank you. Don't, don't get me started. Don't get me started. Yeah, if you would just, CBS. if you would just do a, uh, uh, what's that term? Plane wrap or generic? Just do a generic uh, island private investigator show and save and save enough money to give us star trek discovery on regular cbs they'll never do that they're making way too much and in fact cbs since we're on this cbs all access saw a spike in subscriptions why why do you think Oh, I'll tell you why I think because I know they they kept inundating my email box with an offer of a free month that's why yes, I signed yes, up. but there was this. This happened just this weekend. It was because of the Grammys. They saw a spike in subscriptions wow. because of the Grammys. Apparently, they've done such a good job of scrambling their signals to people who have over-the-air television that now you have to pay to see an over-the-air channel because you can watch live CBS on CBS All Access, the app as well. You know, I am just. You should be ashamed of yourself, CBS. You really should. Well, what's even sadder for those people is once they actually joined up with CBS All Access and then they had to sit through that snooze fest called the Grammys 2018, they were not happy. I'm like, wait, I paid to watch this? (laughs) Well, they were, well, in the words of Nelson Munn, CBS All Access said, (laughs) Well, there's this meme all over Twitter of uh, Blue Ivy looking... All kinds of bored watching the grant, and all I can think like, oh my god, Blue Ivy, you and I are the same person because I was beyond bored watching the Grammys. I am so glad that we did not do a show about a post Grammy show because I would not have had a lot of good things to say. That would have been a five minute show. Blue Ivy was clearly like, all right, m- mom, dad, somebody has some fruit snacks, right? But you know Something. what? I, st- I still got to give it up to Patty Lapone. You brought down the house, home girl. You were incredible. Yeah, and it was even more incredible for me since I didn't watch it. Um, <laughs> so, Magnum PI, we've got we are they're also rebooting Cagney and Lacey. Now, that's going to be interesting. And that's something I'm tired of this term reboot. We need to talk about reboots versus remakes cuz reboot okay. is when you basically like Fuller House is a reboot. You get members from the original cast and you continue the story with them, the regular the same actors. Uh Roseanne is a reboot. All the original cast is back. Even there's that they're claiming they're going to work, work both Beckys into it. I'm not exactly sure how that's going to happen. And I but, need to know why Dan is going to be there. Yeah, because he dead. was all kinds of dead at the end of the show. So it'll be interesting to see what kind of weird, I don't know if, it, if it's going to be a Walking Dead situation or what, but <laughs> how they're bringing him back exactly. But that's a reboot. Now, something like Magnum P.I. is going to, to me, that's going to be a remake. And one of the other things that's coming up on the list, I'm going to beat you to it, is Charmed. That's a complete reimagining. They're remaking that, and it's completely different from the original thing. I don't even know why they're using the term, why the name of the show is going to even be called Charmed. But anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. You, you just couldn't wait to talk about Charmed. I'm <laughs> bitter, bitter. I, I, I knew it was coming, so I said, mm, I, I can kind of feel the bass in his voice. Okay, I need, you know what? Little... I need some real witches out there. I need you to use the power of three to stop this travesty from ever taking place. Well, clearly that's not going to happen. <laughs> so, <laughs> because it's already a done deal, according to the no. Witches of East Coast. So, 
Uh, also, so going back to Magnum PI, Tom Selleck is already on CBS because he stars in Blue Bloods. So this is going to assure that he had, um, even though Tom Selleck is not going to be, is he going to make any, um, guest appearances? Uh, guest appearances? I'm thinking the way they're talking, it makes it seem like he is. So I don't. Well, I had heard rumors before that they were going maybe, maybe do it with his like some daughter that he didn't know about or something. That's a private investigator. Um, I guess, and she's driving that red car. So I don't know. Damn it! Bring back burn notice. But anyway, anyway but I, I don't know. If you, <laughs> I don't know if you can hear my lack of enthusiasm about about them rebooting Magnum PI of all things. Again, no. it wasn't particularly compelling a first go round. I, I don't understand why they think that they need to reboot. No, well, this Kevin, story. you hid your lack of enthusiasm so well. I couldn't even. Tell I was. I was. I was doing. I was doing. The, uh, my acting was uh, was on equal par to Tom Selleck's. And the Academy Award goes to. <laughs> Slow clap followed by a <laughs> Anyway, Murphy Brown. That is already in the works. They've received a 13-episode order with the original series creator, Diane English, and it will star Candace Bergen. Okay, now we need to discuss. <laughs> okay, let's discuss. Now, all right. Now, <laughs> I, I, I haven't looked up exactly how old Candace Bergen is. We love people of all ages on TV channeling. So Absolutely. I'm not, I'm not hating on her. What I'm curious about is what direction is this show going to take? Because who Candace Bergen's character Murphy Brown was, you know, when the show last aired and the TV landscape today and with her age, what would her character be doing? And I can only think of one plausible thing uh, for her to be doing where she would actually have a job in television. They would need to make her a Barbara Walters type, and she would be on a panel show with, uh, you know, a bunch of different kinds of women of different ages, and and of course she'd have a nemesis who was like, you know, uh, super, you know, a, 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 a you know who's a Voldemort supporter, that kind of thing. I can't think of any. My, I'm not thinking they can't be done. I'm just saying I can't come up with any kind of plausible idea that a woman who, you know, of Candace Bergen's, you know, uh, age at this point, where she would fit in to a television landscape as a journalist i don't know <laughs> i can't i i think you're spot on kevin this is the thing whenever you reimagine these things and you're like this is the only scenario that i can come up with and it's always spot on and i bet you any amount of money that that's probably what is going to happen i don't see uh, a Murphy Brown without some her being involved in television in some sort of way as a storyline and that's the way to do it she would have to be a Barbara Walters type character her daughter now because remember she was that was the whole controversy that she got pregnant or that yeah, she, yeah, yeah and she had a baby, uh, baby out of wedlock which was wedlock. huge at the time huge that was a huge thing. <gasps> okay whatever and so now this child is a good what it's got to be in her 30s now right you know i don't remember how what year murphy brown ended but she's definitely an adult who however old the baby was she'd be an adult now because the at the time who, who the, the who was complaining about it at the time was um uh dan quayle was the one that had issues with it so that was quite a while ago so that baby you're right would be 
you know, maybe 30s or something. Dan Quayle, can you worry about being the vice president and leading, pe- letting people see you? Where, where the hell was he? Remember that was the thing? Where's Dan Quayle? Well, he, was, he busy. was never around. He, he was busy uh, learning how to spell potato. But anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> he's working on that. Uh, unlocking that, that Rubik's Cube. Um, <laughs> that's mean. I'm sorry. <laughs> We're a friendly show. Anyway... <laughs> <laughs> Megan Kelly fans is their type. Of, no, you're not. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> exactly. Well, they can keep thinking we're unfriendly to her as much as possible because that's the truth. Yeah. Watch the John Oliver clip and get back to us. Anyway. Um. Yeah. So I can't think of uh, another way to uh, bring that show back other than you're right. It could it make it if, unless they did the show where her she's out of the business and her daughter's now currently a reporter and she gets dragged back into that world in some kind of way. Boring. Uh, but but I I to me it would be more interesting to have her be Barbara Walters and have her be, be so hungry to still be on TV and in the news that she is you know the new Barbara Walters. I can't think of any other way to make it work. I can't either. If they want to reboot something, I, I keep interjecting all these things here. Reboot too close for comfort. Okay, here we go. Well, oh, also uh, let's talk about uh, Cagney and Lacey. Now, to me. I'm assuming that that's going to be a uh, a remake, not a reboot, as in, I haven't heard, is, is like Sharon Gless and Time Daly going to put their guns back on and start kicking ass again? I mean, or, or are they going to basically have, you know, two female uh, police officers that are, you know, detectives that are like, you know, in their late 20s, early 30s, you know, two new women that just happen to have the, the name uh, Cagney and Lacey and it'll be different in every conceivable way. That's another thing I have a problem with these things. When they do do these reboots uh, or reimaginings, it's, and they give the character the same name as the original character, but everything else is different about the character. I remember when they rebooted the Bionic Woman in I think the early 2000s and um, I was bitter because they messed Jamie Summers up Jamie Summers was a, an important part of my kidhood and um, they messed her up and they had her they played they, they it was like why is this new character named Jamie Summers she the show is called the bionic woman you can just have some other chick just some other rando named Jan Smith who happens to get bionic powers I don't understand <laughs> why you have the new bionic <laughs> why have her be called Jamie Summers and have her have nothing to do with what who Jamie Summers was. Maybe it's a whole thing of getting there. There's already there. There's a couple of obstacles there. One, it's a reboot or remake or whatever you want to call it. So now audiences have to you know deal with that. Two, I have to deal with a whole new uh, wackadoo and not the original person I'm used to. So at least if I'm dealing with a familiar name, at least I can maybe get over all the other stuff. Maybe that's what they're thinking. All right. I guess when they, they reboot TV channeling and there's someone else named Kevin here who doesn't is nothing like me, I'm going to be very upset. Oh, well, you're not going anywhere, so you don't have to worry about that. <laughs> Let's Yay. talk ABC. ABC <laughs> is working on a female version of the greatest American hero. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stand you, Kevin. <laughs> and, I, and, well, you know what? I, I will give them credit for remixing it with some estrogen. That's nice. But it's just like, okay. I mean, I, I, at this point, I just feel superheroed out. I need good superheroes. I loved The Greatest American Hero when I was little. But he was a bumbling fool. 
I, we don't need to see that. Now, okay, you know what? All I can think now that you mentioned that, you know who I would love to see do it, but she's oh my god! If they redid the Greatest American Hero with Kristen Wiig, oh. I would live for that. That would work. I would, that would live work. for that. That would be so cool. But clearly they're not thinking that way because Kevin does not work for <laughs> not an executive at any of these networks. I don't understand why they don't call me. I don't either. I don't either. Listen to the show, people. Listen to his ideas. So, all right. Freeform is on fire right now because, you know, they have Grownish, which had the most premiered of uh, the most numbers for a premiere on Freeform ever. And they are doing a reboot. Of party, what? Party of Five. Oh my God! I did read that. I, I, I. Okay, this is another thing. Now, this could actually be interesting if they. Okay, do not give any of the characters the same name. You just have the exact same premise where you have, uh, you have kids and one adult kid in a family, and the parents are killed in a car crash by some drunk driver or something like that. And then basically, they the the one adult kid who just got out of college five seconds ago has to come back home and try to hold his family together. And you have basically kids raising kids that doesn't have to be any specific family that could just be the idea is reborn and it happens to be five family members and we're calling it party of five but we're not claiming that these are any of the same characters these are completely different characters going through a similar experience thank you for your thought but that's not what's going to happen (laughs) (laughs) Apparently, the parents are going to be missing because of immigration policy. Oh, oh, well, uh, okay. Well, you know what? Okay, as long okay, if they're called like that, they as long as they have different names, so they're not. They're just they're they they're so ultimately at the end of the show they could maybe be reunited. Perhaps, perhaps. So we'll see, or never come back if it's this administration. You know, but no, that no, that's actually what I what I was saying. So that's completely. It's basically the same idea. It's basically mm-hmm. it's five kids that have to basically make it on their own because their parents are either dead or missing. So they're just they they can't get to them, and they're trying to live their lives and probably be sexy and brooding at the same time. Like all, weren't they like sexy brooding? All of the kids, like oh, remember no, uh, Nev Campbell was oh my, like it, the hottest thing. Oh my god! Oh, every no, every, the whole family was smoking hot, and even the baby was like, yeah, yes. <laughs> the baby was just like, I am a hot baby. And they I mean, did it look insane. like they would be related. That was, was the. Insane. I was like, this makes no sense. No, it, you know, it was a it was a family of J Crew models, and that, yes. was, <laughs> that was yes. amazing. Well, whatever happened to you know, Nev Campbell was really the more the breakout star, which is why I mentioned her because then she went on to go and be in what is it? I know Scre- what you did it's, last. Uh, uh, no, Scream, the Scream movie, and and Scream, her, and, and the girlfriend who was uh, what to, uh, what's her face? Um, what is her name from uh, uh, the Ghost Whisperer? She was also that she came. That's where that was. Uh, oh yes. Um. Um. Okay. She has three names like Sarah Jessica Parker, but I can't remember. She was the 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 brother's girlfriend. Yes. Um, the 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 brother's incredibly busty girlfriend who only yes. owned she only owned tank tops. That's it. That's it. Her family I, was too poor to buy Jennifer Love Hewitt. Yeah, her family was too poor apparently to buy her proper shirts or proper supportive uh, undergarments. Yes, it was sad. They, it was it rough. Was the, times were rough in the nineties. In a, a three-level Victorian home, <laughs> they managed to keep on their own. 
so yes, Jennifer Love Hewitt did come out of Party of Five. Absolutely correct. And oh, Neff Campbell also did this um, independent film called The Company, which was like a ball- about a ballet yes. company. That I I liked that film actually. Yeah, she you know that's one of the things. She's another person that to me didn't have the career that she deserved. I don't understand yes. it, why she did. She got caught up in the uh, she was too closely associated to the screen movies or what. But she had more to offer, I feel. And hopefully the you know it's something she'll end up getting a good role and will people will rediscover her. I hope so because I'm like, where is Nev? She even had that cool name, Nev. Who has that name? Oh my it's god, a- no, Nev. Okay, between between Nev Campbell's hair and her name Nev, that um, in '90 she was just unstoppable. She was she insanely hot and just okay. Yeah, let's let's continue. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> we Part got of, lost we in Nev Party Campbell. Of, we got lost in Nev Campbell and Party of Five. It was <laughs> it, it, the the most beautiful family ever. A family of siblings. Well, okay. I don't know. That's something. When they were struggling for like money, like I don't know why they just didn't all like we can model. Like, why don't we just model and we'll, we'll family saved? I don't know. Because you weren't in charge of the next <laughs> That's the answer for everything. Well, all we all we all become models. Even our even our babies, baby model, the face of Baby Gap. I know, right? Uh, it just it just makes absolutely no sense. No okay, with but the reboot the reboot fever is is not broken yet. There's even more. Yes. Martin! <laughs> Martin! <laughs> Martin Lawrence! Oh Martin is coming back. No! So it was supposed to be a rumor, but apparently it was confirmed by uh, Tisha Campbell Martin that. But also, it was, you know, first I saw it was confirmed by his uh, fiance uh, uh, posted something about how she thought it was going to be happening. Yeah, but you know, it's not real until Gina says. Okay, yeah, I agree. Okay. Well, I'm surprised. Okay, let's be let's be really real for off the top when it comes to this whole Martin reboot. First of all, one of the regular cast members is gone. Um, he's on the he's 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 doing reruns he, in the Tommy sky. Tommy Ford, yeah, yeah, he's he doing reruns away. in the sky right now. So there's that. And at the end of the run of uh, of the original run of Martin, uh, the actress who played Tisha Campbell and Martin Lawrence hated each other so much that they didn't even shoot scenes that they were in together together. They would actually uh, have stand-ins, and then they would splice it together to look like they were having conversations. That's how much they hated each other back in the day. And so I'm sure that maybe, for uh, first of all, just wanting of a check, yeah, you know what? All's forgiven. So that part makes sense. I can understand why Tisha Campbell's all like, yeah, my, my phone's not ringing off the hook, so yeah, let's do this. That makes well- sense. Well, the hatred didn't that have something to do with like um, sexual harassment that, okay. she's claim, that she was claiming? Yes. So, no, but so what I'm saying is, it all makes sense now that she's over it. Just like you know what, I'll deal with I'll I'll deal with what I have to deal with to basically get a check. What I don't understand is Martin Lawrence was always from the start a little off, but the little got to be a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, there were incidences where the police were called. So, I don't know. Maybe they have him on some extremely good meds right now, but I don't know. I hope so because you could tell on the show he what whatever. <laughs> but I here's the thing: it's a classic, iconic show. 
if you are, that's one of these things on black card revoked that if you didn't watch Martin, you get your black card revoked. <laughs> so, um, I think it's such a classic and iconic show and people still identify with the, with the characters. When they think of Tisha Campbell Martin, they think Gina, they don't think about all the other wonderful roles that she's had on uh, Broadway, off Broadway and everything they think of that. And they think, um, uh, what's a Pam is, um, um, oh, I can't, oh I can't remember her name. I can't remember her I name. I interviewed her too, and she's so awesome. Um, why am I not remembering her name? Is her name something like that? Like it's it's like Tika or something like that, or Tanya or something with a T. I don't remember what her name is. Anyway, I know her name, and it's escaping me. So, well, it, that's the, the, the problem is we can only remember the character's name. Tashina so, Arnold. Tashina. Tashina. That's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, and, and again, she was on that travesty of Satan Sisters that was on VH1. So, if she was willing to say yes to that, there's nothing that one woman won't say yes to. Well, so. Not surprised that she's she's signing up. <laughs> you know what? Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> she has made she has made a lot of good choices. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, so that is. So, are you looking forward to the Martin reboot? Do you think they should do this? Some things I think you just have to li- let live in in in, in the past. Yes, everything doesn't, and that's another thing. Where is it going to be reborn at? That's another thing. I haven't heard what where would the, it be being resurrected? What network? You know what I could go for? I could go for it as a limited series on Netflix. Fine. You know. I you could, know what? I, better yet, I I say a, a a lifetime movie. Do it. Wrap it up. Wrap it no! up. One, do it in one. Do give give us ninety minutes and and catch up with everybody, and then like you know leave it alone. That sir is an insult. Lifetime? No, no. At least give them a a, a limited series. I mean if. If they, I, I could see that happening. Yes, it's, the series is limited to uh, 90 minutes. That's, that's, I agree, you, you, limited. You're no help. You are severely no help. limited series. You're no help. So clearly, you're not interested in seeing a Martin reboot. God, no. You didn't watch it the first time, did you? <laughs> well, you know, I actually wouldn't. I, I, now, to me, what would be a lot better is doing it without Martin. Now, I don't understand why. I would like to see a show which, <laughs> you know, no, no, wait, look, get, hear me out. <laughs> hear me out. I'm listening. I'd like to see Tashina Arnold and Gina. What's Gina's name? Uh, Gina is. Uh, um, Tisha Campbell Martin. Tisha Campbell and Tashina Arnold. Those, 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 those Tisha, damn it, those names. No wonder they can't be remembered. Anyway, the two Stop Tisha. Stop it. Whatever their names are, the two T's, basically, they need to reboot Kate and Allie kind of thing. Where you have two, oh. you have one woman who's a widower or widow, and then you have one woman who's like getting a divorce, something like that, or they could both be getting a divorce, and they both end up living in the same house raising their kids. I'd, I'd love to see basically uh, kind of an updated kind of Laverne and Shirley vibe between these two women, uh, their friendship dealing with the stress of their marriages ending or, or you know, via death or via divorce, some ratchet skank that, you know, stole their man and um, <laughs> living in the house with their with their troubled, moody teens. They're probably dating the party of five teens, that kind of thing. So... Kevin, I'm convinced after hearing this that you are not trying hard enough to secure a job at a network 
because it makes no sense that you have all these ideas and you're just telling me, what can I do? I well, I, again, I need the power. The powers that be, should, they're probably listening to our show as we speak, and they're stealing all my ideas. But I don't even give my best ideas on the show. I have even better ones. So if you give me a call, I will share them all with you for a very reasonable fee. You better work it, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> you, better, you better work it. So um, that is the, unless there's something else that you know about, this is the extent of the... That's, the, that's all the reboot fever we have for now. But there's, believe me, there's more coming. To, oh, wait, there's one more. We forgot. The CW... Roswell. Oh, Roswell. Roswell. How could I have forgotten about that? Yes, Roswell. So if you love sexy teen aliens, <laughs> your dreams are about to come true. Mm, not really. Anyway, did you watch the first Roswell? No, but basically I just I saw the ads and it's just like, okay, oh it's it's 9021 alien. So, yeah, it wasn't for mm. me. Come on. And, and so I say this in wrapping that little segment up. We uh, Hollywood, we need to try harder. Media, we need to try harder. I need to see some fantastic original stories, and they exist because there's been some great television as of late. But let's not get lazy. And here's the thing. You can't say that, oh, it's good. And I understand why they're doing it. Because of nostalgia, because of the times we live in, people want to fall back on nostalgic things. Fine, great. But I think you could do equally as well if you go ahead and do something new and fresh. Come on. Yeah, I mean, we didn't even talk about the fact that, like, look at Dynasty. I mean, we already have so many other rebooted things already on the air, and there's and, and in recent years we've already had other rebooted things already, you know, and they're come and go already. I mean, they rebooted Dallas a few years ago, and that came and went. Mm-hmm. And a few years before that, they rebooted uh, Melrose Place. That came and went. They rebooted 90210. That came and went. Um, I mean, basically, there is no show that Aaron Spelling didn't have a hand in that that has not been rebooted. Well, here's the thing. Aaron Spelling magic should stay Aaron Spelling magic of the past. Leave it. Well, the funny thing is, no, I do think that some things can, could have more than a, a, a better shelf life if they would just be done correctly. I mean, like the last reboot of uh, Charlie's Angels was so horrific. That I'm like, what were these people thinking? I mean, they screwed up Bosley. The 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 women they chose to me didn't even work. Um, as far as the as far as being a team and I, the idea that they each had their own kind of specialty. And I don't want to be okay. How can I say this in the nicest possible way? You can't. But I'll. <laughs> There, okay, I'll just say it this way: there was no Farrah Fawcett, and there was no, uh, there was no Jacqueline Smith in the cast. I'll put it that way. Okay, there, okay. I, I, does I, that I get what you're say saying? what? Um, yes. I mean, yeah. the, sh- the show was about incredibly beautiful, jaw-droppingly beautiful women, and I don't know about anybody else's job, but my job was right where it was, it was stayed in place all through watching the pilot. <laughs> you so. <laughs> just. I, dare I ask who would this? This shows you how little knowledge I have of who was in it. Oh, oh my God! In, insanely forgettable. I don't even. I don't remember. If, in fact, if the cast of Charlie's Angels walked into this room right now and slapped me in the face, I'd be like, "Who were those mildly attractive women who just slapped me in the face? That lack any charisma whatsoever." Oh wow! Well. So I don't feel so bad because I was like, well, who the hell starred in it? It was on ABC for like 15 minutes. Oh. I mean, 
<laughs> in fact, during a commercial break, they announced it was canceled. That's that's how quickly it came and went. What what was it as bad as our favorite half cartoon, half live action show, uh, Imaginary Mary? Oh no! It was in that. That's another thing. They moved it to Miami for some reason. Oh. It's sexier because it's in Miami. So it was just like, oh, it was just like, the moment they should when they were brainstorming. I'm like, well, let's move it to Miami. I'm like, all right, we're well, we're done. See, people, you know, you know what that was about. That was well. Did it's they actually shoot in Miami? Well, it was, or you did... know, I barely got through one episode, so I couldn't. Uh, they maybe lots of times when they do like that kind of thing. The first thing they do go out and do exteriors and uh, in the real place they're supposed to be, and then as time progresses, it's like this is Canada. They're not in Miami. <laughs> <laughs> Those snow-capped mountains in the background of Miami. <laughs> Even if you exactly. have one palm tree in the foreground, we can see those snow camps. Florida has no hills. (laughs) With or without snow, something's wrong. Something is wrong. If you see hills and it's supposed to be Florida, you need to uh, double check. You know, they come out and they always say, you know, it's Volcano Bay. That's what you see. (laughs) They could try and pass it off as that. Lord have mercy. In any case, um, yeah, I I don't know. That that didn't sound exciting to me. But I will say this much. ABC, if you want to do a Charlie's Angel reboot right, I actually do have a really good pilot idea. So contact me and I will help you resurrect it the right way. Yes, he will. Brought to you by, I'm sorry. So, well, th- speaking speaking of doing things the right way, you have mentioned that there they'd been taking forever to do this uh, new this new drama. It's a period drama called "The Gilded Age" by the creator of Downton Abbey, Julian Fellows. Oh my God! Every time I hear his names, I hear an angel sighing. Oh my God! I don't know about you or anybody else, but I have been. Just having Downton Abbey shakes. I've been jonesing really bad for it. And in no time is it harder to deal with Downton Abbey withdrawal than in January if you live here in the States. Because that's when the show would come, the, the start of the season would be in January. So every time as, you know, you're dragging out your, your, your dead Christmas tree and you're returning gifts at the mall, everybody else is still kind of feeling a little bit of a Christmas buzz. But for me... It's the saddest time of the year <laughs> because there will be there will be no more Downton Abbey, and there will be no there will be no wisecracking old lady with a British accent. <laughs> so I I uh, the, there have been rumors of the Gilded Age for ages. I have been looking it up on IMDb. I can't tell you how many times. In fact, I type a G into my laptop and it's like, Gilded Age, no, Kevin, give it up. It's not going to happen. But finally, (laughs) it was announced that it's actually good. It's been developed. In fact, when the show was initially in development, I remember telling my kindergarten teacher, I hear there's going to be a show called The Gilded Age (laughs) that is being created by Julian (laughs) Bell. Wow, Kevin, when you are salty, you are salty. Yeah, it's taken a while. So it's actually going to happen. So it's going to be taking place in uh, Manhattan in the early 1900s. And it's going to be about all of the uh, amass- the, the fortunes being amassed and the haves and the have-nots. Pro- hopefully it'll be a lot better than... <laughs> 
<laughs> It'll oh be a lot God. better another than Tyler Perry's drama. haves and have-nots. <laughs> God. Wow. But anyway, there's going to be... Yeah, well, some, gonna... People love their haves and have-nots now. Oh, don't get, okay. Yeah, now I'm not gonna say, uh, you know, I have. I'm not gonna deny that I haven't watched some of uh, Candace's antics, uh, along with Veronica. I've I've seen some things take place. Well, the fact that you know their names shows you watch the show. I don't even know that. Much. Well, you know who tricked me into watching it? Like, I, let, me, let me call. I'm okay. I'm about to get in trouble. I'm gonna call out Oprah. I'm controversial. When oh, the show first premiered on Oprah's network own, she would do like a live she would do live tweets where she would actually be watching the show along with us huddled masses. And <laughs> after like after the first uh, once or twice she did it, I started to notice a pattern where she would do tweets like, "Oh my god, can you believe what Candace is up to today?" Oh my! Can, oh my God! That Candace is insane. Oh my God, people! Candace is unstoppable. I'm like, wait a minute. Those all these tweets would apply to any week, um, Oprah. This is not. You're not fooling us. Can you believe what Candace is pulling this week? Yes, because you said that last week, Oprah. <laughs> you couldn't believe what she was pulling last week, and you can't believe it this week either. Well, you know what? She still does that live tweeting thing during uh, Queen Sugar. So, and it's quite interesting. Can you believe what's happening with Queen Sugar this week? (laughs) Basically, basically, (laughs) basically, which I can't wait for them to come back. (laughs) Anyway, all right. I still think you should be president, Oprah. (laughs) But she does not need the aggravation. We need for sweet Oprah to stay the way she is. We we, I can't breathe. <laughs> we need no. Here's the thing. Why is it that every time things go to hell in this country, people look for black women to 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 get them out of it? Leave us alone. I'm so, Fix we, it your damn self. We, I'm sorry. We need we need Oprah to put on a cape and put like a, a giant O or an S on her on her chest and save us. <laughs> Oprah, don't mind him. Just sit on your couch in your forest. Of, of that beautiful estate you have where you do your soul super soul sunday and don't mind them just oprah, super soul sunday on no do oprah, your master class oprah your 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 uh your presidential candidacy is one of my favorite things so please make it happen she is paying you no never mind <laughs> Just like the apparently the people at the Gilded Age, because I know you want to see it soon, but yeah, it, they've ordered ten episodes. This is on NBC. Ten it's not coming, ten episodes, and it's not coming until 2019. So, okay, what is what is the magicalness that's going to be taking place in 2019 that every show needs to like has to wait until then? We're not getting the last season of Game of Thrones until when? Magically, 2019. We're not getting the Gilded Age, which again was in development when I was. I had a lunchbox. I had a lunchbox. Oh, I was sipping on a juice box. I could not. I had to step. I had to be on a step stool to brush my teeth and see myself in the mirror. That's how long ago they were. This show has been in development. And another mistake is I got to be all kinds of real with this. 
why the hell is this show going to be produced and be on NBC? Because nothing can curse a show more than being on NBC. And especially a show like this. This needs to be on HBO or at the very least TNT or FX. This is a huge mistake, Julian Fellows. I understand you're not an American, but do you know any Americans? Can anybody smell the basically the rotting corpse that is NBC? Oh my God! Well, so here's the thing: I we obviously knew that it was not going to be back on PBS. The fact that Downton Abbey was on PBS was amazing. Now we knew that that's the type of show that PBS does, and it makes sense. But it was so wildly popular that now this man is gold. He's gilded, basically. So wherever he he go. PBS simply does not have enough money to keep him put. No, there. I understand That's- that, but, but but my point is, I still think with the kind of caliber of production that this this story is going to deserve, I don't trust NBC. I would have gone. I would have done the HBO route. Definitely. Yeah, I, I would have. Or at gone. the very least, look at Netflix. I, I would have yeah, done. Oh that. my God, Netflix or TNT. I'm like TNT is they know drama, and um, they are really they been, do. But I don't think the TNT audience is is the Gilded Age audience. To be honest. Well, all you would just have to have a few a few scenes of people being topless, and they would get right on board. <laughs> well, and, in fact, you could give them Shakespeare. If there were some topless shots and some butt shots, they'd be, oh, all right, okay, kings, mutiny, whatever. They're, they'd be, oh, like, sign me up. They yeah, just need, absolutely. They just need some gratuitous nudity thrown in. It'll work. And some kind of sex. Some kind. Well, that's what the gratuitous nudity is for. They're not. They're just not taking showers. They're yeah. Well, they. The, well, you had to. You had to specify. They may just be taking showers. Okay. There has <laughs> just, to be contact. Just see. There has every... to be contact. <laughs> okay. Well, they're not taking those showers alone. Let's put it that way. Okay. There we go. There we go. All right. So that's uh, what's going on. The Gilded Age is coming, my friend, but not till 2019. So until then, you'll have to be content with your Downton Abbey box set. And oh my! Oh, one other thing about, tw- carry on about the magic that is uh, 2019. Along, like I said before, with um, uh, waiting for the final season, and not, I shouldn't even say the final season, the final second half of the final season of uh, of uh, Game of Thrones. But um, w- w- no one has any idea when the hell they're going to air the season, the second season of Westworld. So that's another thing that's missing in action, and I would be—I'll be shocked. In fact, I'll be—I'll be. Not only will I be shocked, you—you you knock me over with all kinds of feathers if that show comes back before 2019. It's not going to. So you can give up any hope of that happening. <laughs> that's not—it's not going to. And you know what? I don't think it's so simple. I know as fans, everybody's like, "Well, what's going on? What's happening?" It, it, there, there are a whole bunch of contract negotiations. There are a whole bunch of different things that happen in between time that, you know, we're, that and the fact that, you know, I believe that this is networks doing that too, trying to make it longer, trying to make you hungry, trying to keep you in. CBS All Access is famous for this now. So, yeah, oh, no, don't, oh, don't get me started because CBS All Access, they are basically uh, uh, sticking their, uh, uh, okay, okay, <laughs> let me, let me rethink what i was gonna say <laughs> you did roll it back oh, and rewind, rewind action all right they're basically kind of poking us all in the eye <laughs> oh god because i want to ask with what <laughs> oh oh you you made it so much worse <laughs> 
You made it so much worse. You started it. <laughs> you started it. But it's, it's, it's just the idea that, okay, like most uh, streaming services, uh, they put out a whole season at a time, and you can watch it at your leisure. CBS is all no dice. Not only are we not going to give you all of the season in one hunk, we're going to actually dole them out like precious little Fabergé eggs and give you <laughs> one a week. Oh, and you think, well, you're going to see the whole season just after watching it one week at a time? No. Too precious for that. You can't handle watching more than, like, say, seven episodes of Star Trek Discovery in a row week after week. We're going to give you a little break to rest up, cleanse your palate by not watching the show and giving us money for nothing. And then we'll once again start doling out these precious gems once a week until we have all your money. Well, see, this is where I have a fundamental problem. I can kind of get with the fact of, although I won't be paying money for it, having something like an HBO because there are other programs on there that you can theoretically watch during the off time of Game of Thrones, of um, uh, Westworld, Westworld, of Insecure, of all these other shows. There are other things that you can watch. They still should that. It's still home box office. They still show movies. They still show other things. There are still other original programs there. So, you know, I can see that, paying for that on off time. CBS All Access? Why the hell would I pay you exactly. to behind the scenes Big Brother or any of the other? Oh, that's something else we didn't talk about. Okay, well, the, the, okay, the, no, I know what you're. Well, no, we're, we're going to hit it now. The reason why the CBS Big Brother, I guess, again for fans of nudity, I guess you have the you have you can get a glimpse of the of the contestants, you know, uh, you know, without anything pixelated or whatever. But again. I don't know if people have heard about this. There are nude people on the internet. You don't have to watch pay CBS All Access to see some reality stars, but you can see all kinds of naked people thanks to the thanks to the uh, sweet mother Google. So yeah, no no need. And it's so I'm sorry, that's so childish. You really have that much of a need to see someone with no clothes on. Well, that's that, oh my god, that that's it. one of the things that the way CBS All Access tries to sell it. That's not me doing this. They, they try to basically sell like you're gonna see everything. They're like winking and nudging us as they try to get you get your money. I don't even give two dams about Big Brother as it is. But uh, what? Not, it, but but, but wait I a minute, watch. Tashi. But what if the added celebrities, really low rent celebrities, that should be on the reboot of Martin, but have nothing else better to do? Oh, Martin is too highbrow for them. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about. Yes, there is the the celebrity Big Brother. One thing I will say for it, thank God, it's only going to be three weeks. It's only going to be lasting for three weeks. I just heard, heard that. So, celebrity Big Brother. Yeah, who cares? I really don't. But there is a name that has been thrown. Okay, so <laughs> I, I keep dare laughing. you not speak? Dare you speak that name out loud? <laughs> well, let let me go. Let me go backwards. Let me tell you the cast: Meta World Peace. Well, I don't even remember what his real first name is <laughs> because he changed his name to Meta World Peace. How stupid is that? <sighs> um, Ross Matthews. I don't know who that is. Oh my God, he. Well, that's another thing. I got to give Ross Matthew, I'll give him credit for this much for eking out a career. He was an intern on the on Jay Leno's The Tonight Show. 
and um and and he was on he got he got to do some camera bits on on there and and, and people kind of liked him and liked kind of oh, Ross the intern yes Ross the okay intern. okay I was like, and so yeah he Matthew. has made he has turned that into a career I don't I don't understand how he did it but that you know dreams can come true kids believe in your dreams because <laughs> you can be a lowly intern and you know next thing you know you're Trapped in a house with a contestant from. Wait, wait, wait! Before, before you, before you go there, let me go backwards with the, with some of the other people. Okay, Mark McGrath, and that is I don't even know what Mark McGrath. Oh my God! Yeah, he was in some band from the nineties. Yeah, I don't know which one, but he's yeah. he's a nineties boy bander. Keisha Knight Pulliam. Rudy from the Cosby Show. Yeah. Oh my God! And, and just when I thought that she couldn't sink any lower. After she was like, I stand by Bill Cosby. It's like, with cameras around, sure. Well, when you did that, Tyler Perry was like, "Mm, you're out of my movies. Thank you. So, yeah, uh, that's why she's forced to do this. Shannon Elizabeth. Okay. I I could, if you, for a million dollars, name what Shannon Elizabeth has sung or done or athletic achievement. I, I don't know what the hell. I don't know. She, Shannon Elizabeth, um... She's an actor. She oh, she was in like American Pie and Scary Movie, and Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. I don't know stuff wow. like that. Wow. All right. Well, that's that explains why she's going to be in on Celebrity Big Brother. Pa- basically, uh, Brandy Glanville. Okay. Well, that makes sense. Who is she? She was one of the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills who never yes, should have yes, been yes, one. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, yeah, okay, she should. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah. And because she was fired from Bravo, that she's now she's got to do this. And last but not least, dun, dun, dun. an individual who just left the White House and we don't know what the hell she did there, but she's gone, whether it was by her own doing or she was It ousted. was not her own doing. Keep going. <laughs> According to her, it was her own doing. And uh, the White House press. She's as honest charge. as her former boss. Oh, God. Has said that she's left for other opportunities and apparently... This was the other opportunity for Omarosa Manigault. Yeah, so she can live in a house with a uh, with a bunch of uh, strangers. So the only person I would have cared about that was in that house was Keisha Napoleon. But like once she uh, embraced Bill Cosby, uh, my hands were washed of her. I'm like, I'm out. Sorry, Rudy. I'm so sorry, Rudy. <laughs> you no, know, yeah, those cheeks aren't as pinchable as they used to be. So. No, she's grown, grown now. Yeah. Um, I, I, without spending too much time on Omarosa because she, to me, she's another waste. There, this is all she can do now. She and it's really a shame. I keep telling people this. It's really a shame because once they find out that we went to, we were in the same graduate program, they start asking all sorts of questions. And she is really actually brilliant. She's very intelligent. She has um, a good knowledge of political communication and the journalism world. She's really brilliant. But once she got that Hollywood bug, I, I don't know what happened. So. This is all she all she can do now is really be a reality star, and that's that. Oh, oh, and the minister that she supposedly is. Oh my God! Yeah, so I guess the Church of Satan. What, oh. what church is that? Well, 
Since Cheeto Satan is the person in charge. <laughs> All right. Yeah, let's move past her. So <laughs> what's next? We shouldn't have given that any time. No, but anyway, no, yeah. No, we, we, we shouldn't have, but I, I, I found the Big Brother thing interesting. Okay, so do you know the show The Four? Yes. <laughs> and then there was three. Now it's the three. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, because Charlie Walk, who was one of the judges, uh, has been placed on leave from the four. Oh, is he on vacation? Did, is his mom sick? What's going on, Tachi? You know what? No. <laughs> no. We, you know, good and damn well, there's more to it. So apparently there were numerous published reports related to sexual harassment allegations um, uh, against him. And uh, he is, well was the president of Republic Records um, and a former Columbia Records employee. Uh, He was the EVP there. And, uh, yeah, so now the update to to that is that he's been put on leave from Republic as well. So the, the, the label said Republic Records is committed to a safe workplace environment where employees are treated fairly and respectfully. We have retained an outside law firm, of course, to conduct an independent investigation, of course, of this matter and have encouraged anyone who has relevant information, of course, to speak to the firm's investigators, of course, and so on and so forth. So not only is he uh, on leave from the four, or and it probably is going to be gone, ousted from the four, he's also been put on leave from Republic Records. Wow. All right. Well, the, to me, the real question is, now that the four has become three, we just have uh, DJ Khaled, Diddy, and the All About That Bass girl. Who is going to get that fourth chair, do you think? Or who should good, get that fourth chair? That's a great question. That is a really good question. It's, it's, this is a really sudden change. So I think it needs to be another woman. To add balance. Exactly. You know, I didn't like the fact that it was it was three men and one and woman. And Megan Trainer, who just came on the scene. I don't yeah, understand that. Because she is all about... Well, you know what? what I will give Megan Trainer was, she was actually known as a writer before she... Uh, she was writing hits for other people before she wrote all about that bass. And she actually fought to be able to release that herself after some other artists, I believe, turned it down. So mm. that's why we know who she is. But behind the scenes, she was working in the business. So I want to give Megan Trainer her props. It does feel like she's been around for 15 minutes, but behind the scenes, she did work and she was writing for other people. But I no, would which like is to... great, which is great. But she's not on the legend level. Oh, like I, Diddy I, I, is. I agree. She's not. You but, know, you know, but again, you know what? So DJ Khaled. Um, all right. If we're talking about legends. Well, no, I'm, yeah, I don't think he I think he is a very astute producer and he's been in the game for a minute. I, I don't know. And he's brought a lot of people to the light of day. He's not in the same cat. I don't people call him Diddy. I'm sorry. He's still puffy to me. He's still puffy. I grew up in that age. So he's still returning retaining water. Is that what you're he's, he's still puffy. He's still <laughs> retaining water. So he's not in the same category as puffy. He is producer, but he's not puffy mega producer. Not yet. It, that's coming. Okay. Although you know what? I have an idea. Okay. What's your idea? I want Missy misdemeanor to sit in that fourth chair. What do Excellent. you think? I would go for it all day. Missy would be amazing. 
yeah, her personality and and she has an eye for talent. She's worked behind the scenes before. She's another person. Before the world knew who Missy Elliott was, people in the business knew who she was. So it would be incredible to have her behind the scenes, you know, shaping uh, careers of new people mm-hmm. in the music business. What would you think about this? If uh, Candy Burris was not on The Real Housewives, <gasps> what would you think yes, about Candy? that would actually be good. Even if she was doing both, I wouldn't have a problem with it, to be honest. Yeah, I would not. Even though I, I do neither. feel like at this point she has outgrown that show, and it is time for her to like you know, uh, you know, leave yes. the nest, little bird. Which? You're... Why are you still there? Exactly. Leave. It, it, that's the thing. Once you were basically accused of having a sex dungeon and drugging it to sexually assault people on that show, and you still have to basically go to like uh, random uh, stupid events and interact with these people that accused you of this kind of thing. No, you have yeah. enough money. I just don't think all the vibrator money alone. Exactly. She should be living well. From bedroom candy. But here's the thing. She is a very astute businesswoman. She had a career, you know, even before, you know, with a, a escape after that as a writer, as you were saying, and, and a producer and all that. So she is actually one of the only ones of them, the, those people that have a job <laughs> a real legitimate job you had to search hard for that word people for I those the, those the, the, those the people, people. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes i did i because i wanted to be nice so she's the only one that really has had you know held her own before Please, she managed to she managed to give Kim Zolzniak a a chart top a chart hit. I mean, with uh, don't be tardy for the part. If Thank you could you. give that woman who is oh, oh my god, oh, she is her, her her oh my god, she is tone deaf like Stevie Wonder is blind. That's how she bad sounds it like is. Edith Bunker. Oh my god! So the fact that she's able to give her a hit shows just the depths of Candy Burris's talent. So yeah, it, that would be a great addition and she would be able to bring drama. A lot of fans would follow her t- uh to the fore, so I feel like that would be a, another good uh good uh person to put in that seat. That would be nothing but fire and money for and wait, the four is on what channel? Fox? That's on Fox. Yeah. That would be nothing but money for Fox. She would bring Candy would bring a following. If I were them, I'd hop on that. Yeah, okay. Again, Tachi, we are solving the problems of the entertainment industry one TV channeling episode at a time. And we thank you. We managed to do it in one episode. It's like a sitcom where the uh, resolution comes at the end of 30 minutes. <laughs> we managed to do it. I don't get it, music industry and TV industry. Why can't you? I don't know either. Well, I guess that means it's time for us to wrap this show up. It is time for us to wrap this show up. All right, I can't believe we got another one done in 2018. And we had some good news, so that was exciting. It was a great show, Tachi. All right, so let's tell people how they can listen to this and other uh, classic episodes. TV channeling classic. Yeah, (laughs) Kevin has this this wonderful tendency of, of giving us all these, this wonderful TV channeling classic. I love that. I and Kevin... Kevin and I are on so many different platforms. It's not funny. Actually, just four. You can find us on Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, and Podbean. And if you just go to tvchanneling.com, you can, it takes you right to all of our episodes and you'll be able to hear the latest episodes. And guess what? 
Well, I'll let tell Kevin tell you what you can do once you're there. Okay, once you're there, you can write a review if you like what we're doing. You can uh, uh, let the world know how you feel about TV channeling, your devotion for TV channeling, because we're devoted to you. We really are. I don't know if you can hear, but I'm touching my heart. And it's I going, hear it in your voice. It's going out to all of you. And how you can give your heart to us by giving us a five-star review. You know and what? It, I'm going to even be generous. If you want okay. to give us a four-star review because we might have goofed up once, that's fair. Anything lower than that, get to step in. you got other things to do. Don't even bother with it. I cannot with you. Anyway. <laughs> well, anyway. And... Uh, we are on social media, Tachi, yes. for uh, for people who don't know. We are everywhere. Yes. We are on Facebook. We are on the gram, known as Insta. We are on the Snapchat. And we are on my personal favorite, Twitter. And we would love to hear from you. We'd love to have you follow us. And if there's anything going on in the entertainment world that you want us to talk about, some story that may have slipped past us, and you want to hear our take on it, we would love to talk about it. We do request, if there's a show you'd like us to review, there's so much coming in 2018. We can't review it all, but if you tell us what's important for you to hear about, we will do it. We're just a podcast that can't say no. Like the song that never ends. <laughs> and, and you know, the, the, we should probably also put this out there. If you feel like you want to drop us a line, but you don't want to do it on social, you could also email us at tvchanneling at gmail.com. So you could drop us a line that way, too. Oh, and it's very exclusive. A, a, a Gmail account. Everybody, everybody doesn't have access to that. Everybody doesn't have that. So. Yeah. <laughs> so that is that is for VIPs only. Yes. <laughs> so you have had uh, such a great time, I'm sure, listening to us because we've had a great time bringing all this information to you. And we just want to say thank you for listening. And we're going to let you get back to whatever it was you were doing before you were listening to us. So let me sign off by saying goodbye from Tachi. And goodbye from Kevin. And remember, if you're watching it, we're talking about it. Cheers. Bye. <laughs>